Welcome to Writing Wrongs here at Hudgel Solicitors, an easy guide to the legal issues people may have to deal with in their lives. I'm Keith Phillips and joining me is Neil Hudgel, Solicitor and Executive Chairman. Welcome, Neil. We've been discussing the Post Office Horizon scandal, recognised as the biggest miscarriage of justice in UK legal history where more than 700 sub-postmasters and mistresses were prosecuted for theft, fraud and false accounting in their branches between 2000 and 2014. Neil, in previous episodes, we've discussed the appalling miscarriages of justice those hard-working people endured and how those convictions were eventually overturned and their sentences quashed. But the effects and the repercussions of those wrongful and malicious prosecutions are going to be felt for years to come. What's next in the story? It's obviously still very much an unfolding story. Uh, I think from the sort of narrow perspective of of lawyers um, involved in uh, the inquiry, criminal appeals and compensation claims, for us, it's, it's, it's very much more of the same. You know, our mantra throughout is um, that client comes first, client's at the centre of all this and we're there to manage client's expectations and to deliver uh, what what it is that they seek. So something like this is probably quite novel to us, but we, we've, we've been asked a number of times if we can articulate the journey um, as much as anything, just to just to make people aware of uh, of what it all involves, but um, you know we do shy away from the the academic arguments that that rage on out there. Some of the um, pieces that that run on a on a regular basis, and for us, it's about getting the job done, um, being at the call first, doing a lot of the work behind the scenes, uh, and making sure people are engaged in in, in understanding how all these schemes um, and other work streams that are going on unfold and how it impacts on them. So it's about clients uh, first and foremost. The inquiry is still ongoing. How do you expect it to unfold? Well, I mean, I think that we are now in the autumn. Uh, We're well behind. Uh, I think there's been so much documented um, commentary on the the reasons for that. Uh, One was obviously the post offices continuing failure to deliver on disclosure in a timely manner. So we have proceeded in many ways with one hand tied behind our backs. We've not had disclosure of all the relevant paperwork that enables us to ask all the right questions of the right witnesses. So that's that's, that's a source of frustration. Um, And it's also a source of continued mistrust for the clients because what they say is it's post office up to their old tricks. Yet again, I mean, there was a there was a hearing on disclosure very recently, and um, some of the some of the, the reasons for non disclosure were around the fact that historically the the process of archiving was very primitive and made it very difficult for documents to be found in a, in an ordered manner. Um, Lots of other, lots of other reasons that that were offered, um, some without any real basis. Is 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 is, is my opinion on that. Uh, and there's been a number of hearings that have been 
addressing the adequacy of compensation and the process and the timeline for that, which again have thrown up some issues that led to Sir Wynne issuing an interim port, report b before Parliament. Um, so those have been things that have derailed the timetable. So whereas the initial intention was for the inquiry to be concluded in the course of this year, that's not going to happen. Um, we've only just reached phase four, which is dealing with some of the early proceedings taken by post office in relation to some of the uh, sub-postmasters. There is going to be an analysis of some of the specific cases. Uh, there's a long list of those cases. And then we move on to, to phases five and six, which will um, start to examine policy and practice in prosecutions. Uh, and then we'll be hearing from some of the, the key people uh, within post office. I think the, the, the overwhelming um, feelings from the clients at the minute is that whilst there's frustration at the delays, they don't want to sacrifice outcome with speed. So they want to see the right outcome. So if that takes into the middle part of next year or whenever that is, then so be it. But they want to they want to lift that bonnet and see as much as they can as to who knew what when. Uh, and then the obvious thing that they want is accountability. There is a police investigation ongoing that's got eyes on the inquiry. Um, there is a solicitor's... SRA investigation ongoing that's got eyes on the inquiry. So it's about accountability. It's about people individually being held to their actions to justify what they've done. And if, if that at the end of that, that means there are individual prosecutions or professional misconduct proceedings, then so be it. Uh, it's not for us at the moment to comment on that. I think what we focus on is asking the questions, assisting counsel to the inquiry with getting to the bottom of what went on and when. So our, our focus is on getting through those rafts of disclosure, thousands and thousands of documents, working with our expert counsel team to be putting questions before all those witnesses that are going to be called so that at the end of the day our clients believe that we left no stone unturned in that quest for justice what would the right outcomes be though for your clients accountability for those that ultimately made the decisions that led to them being prosecuted to losing their homes to losing their livelihoods to losing their minds accountability understanding of who did what why why were we put through this? And would you anticipate what conclusions the chairman will have to come to? No, that's not my job. Um, I, I have my own personal views on, on where we're at, but I don't think it's really appropriate for me to express them at this stage. You know, I've got to, to pay respect and deference to the fact that Sir Wim Williams and his team uh, have a huge job to do. And the um, today, I can only speak very highly of the forensic way in which the inquiry is being conducted but equally I have to respect the fact that, that inquiry is ongoing um, it's unhelpful uh, and not something that I'm prepared to do to offer any direct opinion of what I've heard so far we have a job we have a job to represent all those affected sub postmasters 
and that job is to forensically trawl through witness statements, documents and everything else that we've got, inform our counsel who will then use their expertise to frame the questions of the witnesses that will be put to them. And then at the end of all that, it's for Sir Wynne to pull that evidence together and draw his own conclusions to what's gone on and who's responsible for what and what those lessons are that are to be learnt going forward. Well, what are the key priorities now then for the legal team? I think, again, it's about more of the same. Um, you know, keep doing the, the hard work, um, keep pushing um, the appeal process forward where appropriate, keep pushing um, the compensation schemes, um, keep pushing for answers in the inquiry. Uh, and then beyond that, I think that what we what we are also focused on are where the gaps are then going to be, because there are some gaps, there are some um, areas where when seriously concerned that we're not going to be able to um, properly deliver for everyone. And I can think of two or three particular examples around that um, within the um, criminal appeals process. There is a fairly narrow definition of um, what will be allowed as an appeal. Um, we only have less than 15% of potential appellants having come forward. Of those, a number were unsuccessful in, in the Court of Appeal. And I, I think some of that is based around the narrow definition of horizon as being intrinsic to the prosecution as the, as the test for whether an appeal will be allowed or not. I think there's a debate going on that's being led by uh, some key people, including the advisory board, about whether or not the um, threshold for an appeal being successful should be um, at a lower bar. Um, that's something that we're actively looking to become involved with, or more involved with, as we are already are quite in the middle of all that. So that, that's a key issue. Uh, there's an issue around compensation for people beyond the postmaster. So at the minute, there's no right of redress uh, for close family members, so spouses, children um, that were impacted by the Horizon scandal. We think that that is an area that ought to be explored further. So you're saying the families of those people who were prosecuted should also be compensated as well. And the reasons why? Well, in many ways, they were affected as much as the, the people that were prosecuted and convicted or the, the, the ones that were prosecuted and convicted but lost their their job, their security, their homes, etc. They were impacted in very many ways that were the same or similar. So you can imagine a, a supposed master that's dismissed loses the home. It's the, the spouse is going to lose the home. The children are going to lose the home. You know the boat, the, the sign goes up in the shop to say that the post office is closed. The wife has to work in the community. The children have to go to school in the community. They're the ones that are abused and spat at. Um, you know, they're the ones that suffer the same levels of stress. You know, I've heard of stories of 
miscarriages of, of self-harm um, and attempts at suicide, for, for example. All, all those things are, are, are directly attributable to the behaviours of post offices that were visited on the SPM that have been taken home. Damage, irreparable damage to, to family relationships is another good example. You know, people that have been in the post office for generations, um, internally within family networks, labelled as thieves, people that never talk again. You know, so the horrors of what happened to the SPMs are replicated in those loved ones that are closest to them. And as it stands, there's no direct mechanism for those people to be compensated. So that's a that's a strand that um, we want to try and pick up and see what can be delivered uh, in concert with other campaigners that are pushing this particular theme as well. And then a, 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 a third theme is um, to look again at some of the settlements in the historical shortfall scheme that have been completed without legal support. Um, it has been mentioned a number of times in the inquiry that there um, have been cases that have come to us, for example, where initial offers have been increased multifold, multiple times, having um, had advice from us. And it worries me that the overwhelming majority of cases that have been settled in the HSS um, have not necessarily had the right level of scrutiny. Uh, and the barometer for that isn't necessarily the valuation of those claims because a small claim can actually be quite a large claim. Uh, it's difficult to get into the detail at this, at, you know, at this point, but for example, when the scheme was launched, the application form focused on a rise in shortfall losses and had one catch-all box that talked about other losses without any guidance attached to it. So a lot of people that applied to that scheme thought it was just about shortfall losses. But of course, when you start to ask the questions, well, you may have had a shortfall loss. What else did you have? Well, I lost my job. I lost my home. And we do actually have tangible examples of those people that initially only had an offer for a shortfall loss. Once we've represented the cases with all that detail, have seen significant increases. Um, and so it's a real concern that there are a vast number of cases, near on 2,000 that have been settled without legal advice that need to be probably probably re-looked at at some point. Uh, I think what I'd say is that the work streams that uh, we have at the moment are significant and time-consuming. These are all extras. It's all about prioritisation. Um, there's a lot going on, but these things that I've identified are clearly things that need to be worked up. There may be no solutions for them, but unless they are properly articulated and put on the table and debated, um, you know, we haven't we haven't done our job. Uh, and very certainly, in concert with other people um, involved with the post office litigation, change has happened, and windows have opened and doors have opened that have previously been closed. Um, and, and I think it, it, it's, it's the job of those that sit on this side of the fence to keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing until as many people as possible affected by this whole scandal achieve 
justice and an outcome with which they're satisfied. Originally, the premise was to get justice for the 3,000 and more people who were affected by the scandal. But what you're now saying is there are over 3,000 families who deserve justice and compensation as well. On what grounds do you think you would succeed? Well, the mantra of, of post office throughout is principles of fairness. And um, as I said, these families have been affected as much as the postmaster. So consequently, why shouldn't they be compensated? At the, at the end of the day, it will take, it may take a, a, a legislative approach to achieve that because uh, there are quite narrow principles of secondary victim compensation um, generally in, in, in the law. Um, and that's a very big debate in itself. So secondary victims are only compensated in narrow circumstances. Um, but these people in, in many instances are, are actually primary victims because they are, they are uh, the ones that, as I say, have been psychologically traumatized in the same way, have lost their home, have been vilified, abused, uh, and all the same sort of outcomes and consequences that have been visited on the SPM. And there's obviously a, a, an obvious foreseeability that post offices' behaviour as it impacted on the SPMs would impact on the same across those that uh, are closest to them. There are many victims out there who've never come forward to seek justice, let alone compensation that they're entitled to. Do you think it would make a difference to them if they knew that there was the possibility of justice for not just themselves, but their families? I think what I'd say, certainly for them, that the process is now easier. And when I say easier, I mean, it's it's more embracing of them. So if they come forward, um, the post office now are uh, writing to people and uh, and actually identifying those cases where they're saying, well, actually, we, this is an arising case. We'd you know we'd like you to come forward so we can work with you to quash your conviction. Um, so any of that um, perceived intimidation, aggression, um, uh, and obstruction has gone. You know the dynamics have changed. If you're a victim of the post office scandal, now is the time to come forward. There are so many people there that will help you. There's so many advocates that have been through that process that will, that have been in your shoes that can help guide you through that. Uh, and those lawyers over the last number of years have built up a knowledge bank and an intelligence and an understanding of what your drivers are, what your issues are, what your anxieties are, because obviously that's the biggest um, feature and factor that it, that has commonality across the whole cohort of people. They just don't trust post office, understandably. Um, they're paranoid about what post office have done to them, what they could still do to them. Um, but as I say, the dynamics have completely changed and it's a, it's an environment in which you can safely come forward and um, have, your, have your day, basically. Neil Hudgel, solicitor and executive chairman here at Hudgel Solicitors, Thank you very much. And if you need further information, 
legal advice or representation in connection with the post office scandal, there's more on our website at hudgelsolicitors.co.uk. Thank you.